Hi, my name's Laura. Um, Jamie? And we've got a guest this week. Leah. Yay! Leah, Leroy, what other names do we have for her? Gassy Antelope. Mm, radiant Sunshine Flower. Shit on the side. <laughs> Shit on the side. That one's an old one. <laughs> and this is Two Pals in a Pod. <laughs> right, Leah is one of our friends from college. We've known her for five six years now uh something like that close enough but uh we thought she'd be a fun guest because if anybody's got stories it's leah (laughs) she's a fun gal how has your week been so far crazy um oh not the normal week i mean is there a normal week after everything but i cleaned up after a tornado on a farm that was wow. fun. Where are you? Yard work. Um, I am in Columbia, Tennessee. So Leroy is not even close to us. Nope. Closer <laughs> than Asia, but we are. not down the road. <laughs> Good six and a half hours away. So fingers crossed the audio holds up. Yeah. Um, Jamie and I are together this week. It's our first recording out of quarantine reunited and it feels Feels so good (laughs) it's very odd i like patted laura on the shoulder and immediately retracted my hand like oh no i've done i've done the sin (laughs) (laughs) i've done bad (laughs) so um, we gotta readjust to that (laughs) my week has been pretty boring i've been sleeping and doing some work um been playing animal crossing and i'm finally learning how to use my ipad after owning it for two years <laughs> that's exciting it just took until now yeah it just took a national crisis <laughs> just like the rest of us <laughs> have you done anything other than uh clean up from a tornado are you still um, working yeah work so the cleanup from the tornado was actually my boss's farm. So he was like, today you're on the farm. You're not even web designing. Um, but That's then incredible. last night we made our first non-quarantine move and took dance lessons. My fiance Ooh. and I. That's so um, exciting. So we had been doing that before quarantine started and we had our last lesson to do. So we finally got to do that and we're, going to do more so that'll be fun you gonna show all of us up at the wedding yeah so before we'd only know a little bit now we're gonna know a whole bunch by the time the wedding comes around now you're a dance master in heels too oh my gosh yeah i didn't own heels um did both of you wear heels yeah both of us did because i can't be shorter than nicole yeah Oh, you guys are going to be just tall, beautiful. I want to meet a giant woman. Because <laughs> that was a stumble on the way out, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, you know Leah I mean. and Nicole's wedding is the wedding that we were supposed to be at, but we are excited to celebrate with them in the fall. But oh, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, tomorrow, Tomorrow, right? yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. So happy first wedding day, Eve. Yeah. Are you guys going to do anything special tomorrow? 
Um, yeah, so it is supposed to rain, which was good luck, but also not the greatest thing to have on your wedding. So that's kind of an okay thing yeah. to look at. But um, we're going to get the food from the place that we're getting catered. We're going to get food from there. And then we're going to probably get donuts from the cupcake shop that we ordered from. And then just see what we can do to have some fun and distract ourselves. That'll be fun. Hopefully it won't be like terribly rainy. It rained on my wedding day, but it ended up clearing up. So maybe you'll have decent enough weather to go to the park or something. Yeah. Fingers crossed. But yeah, that's insane. This week I've just been working nonstop. Um, I still have a billion and ten projects to do. And today I got overwhelmed. So I ate a bag of chips in the car by myself. Let me tell you, it helped. I think that that's my new advice for the week. <laughs> I put on makeup today for the first time in over a month. It's sparkly, too. Thanks. Ooh. It's purple and sparkly, and my face has some gnarly zits on it. So. Oh, my gosh. Literally, I didn't think the makeup was going to cover up what's happening on my face, but I look like a completely different person. I was talking about breaking out to one of my best friends, you know, the funnest topic to talk about. And she was like, I know it's obvious, but have you washed your pillowcases? I said, yes, but I haven't washed my face. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it's going to help, but I ordered face wash. So hopefully we're on the glow up. So we wanted to start this episode out with, you know, grilling you and ask you some personal questions. Ooh. You're allowed to throw it back if you have any, and you're allowed to decline answering any that are too personal. Okay. None of them are, like, really personal, but just wanted to give you the, the out while you could have it. All right. What's our first question for Leah? Why don't you go first? Um, we were going to ask, what's one of your proudest moments? Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of us. Um, that's okay. I think because Laura and I are so eloquent on the regular. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I I would say I think actually getting down on one knee and asking Nicole to marry me. That's gonna sound <laughs> so gay. That's so <laughs> sweet, though. It took you a lot of courage to ask Nicole to be your girlfriend. I yeah. wasn't there for the engagement, and I'm still sad about it. But I was there when you asked Nicole to be your girlfriend. Or oh, that was yeah. It was the day before. I can't really remember exactly how it all went down, but I remember you being anxious and yes. doing color guard twirls in the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> I was talking to Laura about that. She's like, I don't remember that. And I was like, Leah had a fake gun that she just whipped out of her car and it's, started spinning. <laughs> it's still in my car, and I still do that. That's amazing. <laughs> I need to see it next time I see you. Are you going to do a okay. whole road to get at the wedding? Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> next question What's it like being married to an ex beekeeper? Um, well, what's the bee process like? Unfortunately, I haven't gotten to see that to see that because we've lived in an apartment. We yeah, we've lived in apartments since we've been together. So that's definitely something we want to do um, when we get a house, and then I'll get to see more of that. 
So I can't answer are that. You gonna, are you going to own other animals? Um, she really wants to own alpacas. <laughs> yeah. This couple from my church owns alpacas and they have chickens too. And her three-year-old daughter just picks them up and carries around like stuffed animals. And I'm like, I can't believe this chicken hasn't pecked her in the eye. It's incredible. Yeah. We'll probably try to get some chickens too and more cats, of course. That leads us into our next question is we were going to ask for pet updates. Like what you got? What's their names? How are they doing? Still have two, Onyx and Wanda. Um, Wanda, with this quarantine, you know, everyone's been like, oh, my cats and dogs are like so weirded out that we're home. They absolutely love it. They love that we're home. Wanda, our little gray cat, um, she comes and sits in my lap every single day while I'm sitting at a desk. And she just sits at the bottom. She's even gotten to the habit where she looks up at me and is like, are you going to pick me up and put me in your lap? Because I'm not jumping. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. And, That's some real cat. <laughs> yeah. And Onyx um, generally sticks around with Nicole all day. He likes laying with That's her and sweet. following her around. My dog has been in love with me since I've been home. And I already worked from home before this, so I don't know what the sudden infatuation is. But if I go to the bathroom without her, she'll kick the door and cry. <laughs> She's like, how dare you did not let me pee with you. And I'm like, too personal, buddy. Hopefully she starts to lay off. But I'm nervous when Ryan goes back to work that she's going to lose her mind. My roommate, um, his dog usually is in its cage during the day while we go to work. But now I'm home all day. So the dog has not had a single day where he's been in the cage more than like an hour. And I think he's going to lose his mind when we put him back in. Being such a sweetheart. What do you think your cat will do? Jack will live like life as normal. Oh yeah, he'll probably throw a party. <laughs> Next question. I know that we can't travel anywhere right now. But what's your favorite place to go to? Or you could even, like, where somewhere you want to go to that you haven't been. Pretend COVID is not a real thing. Oh, like those are two. That's one very hard question. Because there's tons of places I would love to go. But I would do anything to, of course, be in uh, Mackinac City, Michigan right now. Sitting by a campfire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome. Ryan and I went there one time. It's incredible, but uh, we rode a tandem bike, and Ryan doesn't know how to ride a bike. I didn't get that. Oh, Siri's up and ready to go. But uh, we rode a tandem bike, and uh, Ryan doesn't know how to ride a bike, and it was pretty miserable. Yeah, that eight-mile ride is something, but walking it is even worse. But the best thing to do is actually to ride a horseback the whole way around. (gasps) That one's fun. I'm a little bit afraid of horses. Well... I had a horse. <laughs> I think I could maybe do it. Or if, a carriage like, ride. Sure. So you don't have to ride the horse. They you can hold sit your in the carriage. Now that's my speed. Uh, we almost wrecked into the back of a carriage. Missed by less than a foot. On, and it was a bride and a groom in there. Oh, no. And I was like, this is not. This is YouTube material. <laughs> and my parents walked straight up the middle of the island and got lost. And uh, halfway fell back down. But they walked the rest of the way. 
They're a mess. Glad they made it out alive. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like, it's a little bit scary. She felt said it felt a little Twilight Zone when she got more towards the middle because there's no people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, our next question for you is how are you just such an angel? Which sounds like, oh, you're our friend and we love you so much, but like you just do nice things all the time for people with nothing in return and it's just who you are as a person. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. So how are you just um, nice all the time? I don't know. I don't feel like I'm nice all the time. Sometimes you're gross, but you're yeah. nice. <laughs> I can't be <laughs> It's so hand in hand. Um, I don't know. I care about people. I get, you know, the opportunity to get friends that are really nice and people that are really nice. And oh, Lord, I just want to be nice. I don't know. <laughs> and you're nice to, like, Leah's not just, like, nice to her friends. Like, if a server was having a bad day, we'd sit there and have a therapy session until Leah was done being a pal. <laughs> oh, you know, this question... It- it reminds me of, like, the first really nice thing you did for me. Um, well, first of all, you got me, like, my first ever big kid job, which was, like, just full-time. I worked at Panera. And um, when I first started at Panera, I didn't have a car. And they wanted me to open the store my first week. And when you open Panera, you have to be there at 5 in the morning. And to ask one of my roommates to get up at 4.30 and drive me there. It's not happening. So Leah just gave me her car keys and let me drive her car to work every morning. That's super nice. And we weren't even, like, best friends yet at that point. That's adorable. Laura has a memory, like, a steel trap. Sometimes she says stuff and I'm like, you could be lying to me, but I'll buy it. I remember that. Who knows? Um... And because it was definitely like I did not want to wake up at four thirty either, and yeah. so nobody like does. nobody would wake up at four thirty. <laughs> but I was like, whatever, you can take my piece of shit car. <laughs> and you would not let me give you gas. No, money, I wouldn't. So I like hit it in the seats. Uh, I've gone better at it, where I let people pay pay me back because. Unfortunately, money is such a thing. But for a long time, I was like, don't you, if you put any money anywhere, don't do it because you're going to get it back. (laughs) Virtual spend it on bumper stickers. Man, my car is seriously lacking on bumper stickers since I lost my car. My new one was like five. I haven't announced it anywhere yet, and it's not that big of a deal, but if you listen to the podcast, you'll be the first to know that I designed a sticker sheet, and I'm going to get them printed, so I'll send you a sticker sheet. I don't think they're car material, but maybe you could get some car inspiration. I have plenty of other places to put stickers. Don't worry. Perfect. We'll have to get you some wedding bumper stickers. (laughs) Just married. Yes. Hitched and hitchhiked. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we could come up with some neat designs for that. That's That'll be your wedding gift. That would be really cool. All right, we'll work <laughs> on it. So, 
we're done roasting you for a moment. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. And we're back from our beautiful break. Oh, we didn't even think of a Tinder tale. Oh my gosh, I uh, definitely don't have one. <laughs> Leah, have you ever been on a dating app? No, no, not not at all. Um, unless TikTok counts because I'm addicted one. to it. But not oh, that I need it. You're into TikTok. Instead of Tinder Tales, we could do our favorite TikToks of the week. Do you have a favorite TikTok that you've been uh, playing on repeat? No. <laughs> all of all them, them they just like when i think of tiktok they all go through my head like carol baskin like just, they just all go through my head <laughs> my favorite one is this dad joke i just showed jamie earlier um it's this older man with white hair and he's like this whole covid 19 thing has got me really stressed out i yelled into this colander yesterday i strained my voice <laughs> <laughs> yesterday i posted one to my story and it's a high school musical joke and it said roses are red my favorite tree is brie and then the dad slash coach bolton comes running in and goes what the heck are those two doing in a tree and i've watched it four thousand <laughs> times and i think it's the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> oh goodness oh since we are talking about you being radiant sunshine, do you have any pet peeves? Uh, do you have anything that makes you feel not like sunshine? Yeah, I've noted, I've learned um, in being like close with somebody, and also just recently, I actually really dislike people ch- hearing people chew. <laughs> Me too, it's it's, so gross. And I know you've talked about it before, I think on the podcast, but I was like, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I do if it was or not, but (laughs) I was just like, when you guys talk about pet peeves, I'm like, that is one that I, I I want to be okay with it. I want to be like, it's fine. Like, it's natural. It's whatever. But it It just, just... You just can't be in a silent room. Yeah, with silent like room. Now, if we're watching TV, food. that's fine. Or if I'm also chewing, that's fine. But if it's just one person eating a bag of chips, it's just like, stop. <laughs> you just want to bark. Yeah, and I have to. I have. Hmm. Goodness. I have very specific noises that, like, really irritate me. And I always say this. It makes my teeth hurt. And unless. Let- I know that sounds insane, but unless you know what I'm talking about, some people can relate to me and some people think I'm crazy. But I understand. It like hurts my teeth when I hear them. And um, I just recently learned that it's really common in people with anxiety to just get sensory overload for sounds. That's probably something a lot of people knew, but I did not know. But um, I hate the sound of two pieces of paper rubbing together. That really bothers me. Or Ryan has this hoodie and it's not soft. It's like a rougher material. And we have one of those Ikea desks that's, like, matte but shiny, and it scrapes across the desk. And unless I'm listening to music, I'm like, I'm so sorry. You either got to take the hoodie off or roll up the sleeves or play a podcast because I cannot hear that noise. I feel terrible saying it, too, because I'm not not a generally nitpicky person, but that sound, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I really can't stand the sound of teeth grinding together. I had no idea what it could have possibly sounded, but it's like a, 
And it's, it does make my teeth hurt because I can hear, hear somebody just crushing yeah. their little teeth bones together. Oh, all these sounds are making me like itchy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. All right. Um, usually after we're done with our pet peeves, we tell a little bit of a throwback story because that's all we've got in our repertoire. We're not doing anything. <laughs> Um, I had a certain story I remembered about you. Thought maybe you could give us your perspective on the moment in time. Um, a while ago, we had visited a building that was owned <laughs> by <Stop>. nobody. <laughs> the government. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Yeah, we definitely weren't supposed to be there, um, but the place was completely empty, and we went in, and we did some painting, and yeah, sure, technically it's called graffiti, but, like, we didn't put any swear words or anything. I don't know. I painted a picture of Waluigi. It's gone now, so they can't prove anything. I have a great story about this place. It's great. Yeah. Got changed Mm -hmm. into, I can tell you, it's an escape room. Yeah, like a Home Depot escape room. It's meant for, like, oh. dads who do electric and plumbing and shit. And they didn't get rid of any of the graffiti. Yeah, you can see it in the video. I want to do that. I would love to go because they took a video of the space and, like, posted it on Facebook or something. And you can see my Waluigi. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but, anyway. <laughs> um, I think Leah knows the exact story I'm talking about. Yeah. I was not there. Um, it had been a long day. Probably time for a bathroom break. <laughs> and Leah handled it a certain way. This is so embarrassing. I can't, say, you finish I can't say that I wouldn't do it now. But yeah, it's <laughs> been a long day. And there, like, it took about 15 minutes to get down the abandoned building and owl and another 15 minutes to get somewhere where we could go to the bathroom and and you also had to like check and make sure there were no officers outside the building before you tried to you know, right get out. it was like yeah. a 30 45 minute process to get out of the abandoned building and i'm gonna say this in the most like cover my butt way like <laughs> literally <laughs> i had to go number two like, I just had to go. It was going to take us 45 minutes to was an everybody... hour to get out. Everybody else was probably ready to pee their pants, too. Yeah. But was everybody in the room, or did you, like, go no, around okay. the corner? So, yeah. So, the main place where we did most of our um, paint throwing, there is this room. But this whole, like, top floor had its own, like, little area over to the side. So, they were all in the room, and I was like, guys I'm sorry like just everyone stay in here so I went and I found my little like corner area on the very top floor <laughs> just I just pooped you gotta do what you got I came back and at the time I was so proud of it I was so proud because like I had to go and I did not want to poop my pants <laughs> so I was like oh my I pooped God. in an abandoned building and for the longest time, it was That's so amazing. great to say, and now, and now it's really embarrassing. Now to live on forever. Yeah. Well, and then now, oh, after God. knowing that, 
this Home Depot or Lowe's, what I think it was Lowe's, uh, came in there and like places. made this an escape they room. Had to clean it up. I'm so worried that they like found it while they were cleaning it up or something. There's no way a squirrel hadn't eaten it by then. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Somehow. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. If it makes you feel any better, I peed my pants in public in Tennessee, actually. So, oh. you know, I, as an adult, I think I was 18 years old and I peed myself. I've told this on the podcast before, but I was in a mirror maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany ran straight into a mirror and it was probably the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I would do it again. 10 out of 10 would pee my pants again. <laughs> I couldn't think of any particular stories that were just solo, me and Leah. We usually hang out in groups. Yeah. So my, I don't know if you have any really memorable stories that come to mind, but I have a little bit of a different question. We recently, as in last September, went to Tennessee for Labor Day weekend, and we stayed at this house, and uh, one night all of our friends came back and stayed there. It was at an Airbnb. It was really cute. Um, and Nicole's sister was also there. You have maybe the best sibling-in-law relationship I've ever seen. It's incredible. So... I wanted to know if you had any advice or if Nicole's uh, sister is just hilarious, so you love her. Um, <laughs> well, her family is hilarious. Her family, <laughs> but like all of her siblings, actually take some time from where I came from to get used to. They're Italian and they're loud and they all talk over each other, but it's not like in a mean way. And me, like yeah. I would just sit at home with my mom and sister and be fine. But no, Amanda um, is, is the sister you're talking about. She's amazing. She calls me a slut. That's that's the name that she calls <laughs> me um, all the time. And Nicole always says, you know, it's a form of endearment, and it definitely is. Um, but she's just kind of all around awesome. Um, but I've not had any problems with sister-in-laws or brother-in-laws. So. Do you feel like almost the need to mentor your siblings-in-law? Because I feel that way about my brother-in-law, and he's older than me, and I'm like, sweet little boy, I need to help you. And he's fine, but I just feel like the constant need to be like, you're my big brother. I will take care of you. I don't feel that way with her sister, Amanda, who's closer in age. She's kind of done a lot more than I've done in my lifetime. So I actually feel like she knows more than me sometimes. Um, but her younger sister, I do feel that way with. And I have like a few times when they're on the phone, tried to help her through like relationship advice. And some she went through some similar things that I went through in high school and just helping her with that type of stuff. So, yeah. That's sweet. Aw. I don't really have any follow-up questions to that. I think that, that was just a sweet story. But uh... how's your actual sister doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she, <laughs> I mean, our relationship is right now purely TikToks. That is of cats. That is all she sends me is just TikToks of cats. Um, Perfect. And I don't know. I wish we were closer. But 
at the same time, I struggle to just communicate with anybody but myself. So I can you see do, um, you and really suck at responding to texts. I, I can see uh, you and Ryan yeah. compete for worst texter ever. It's those web designers, man. They just don't know how to text. Well, they do it all day. Yeah. On their little coding. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, you got no energy left at the end of the day. Yeah. If she's anything like me, then that's maybe why we don't talk as much. I feel like if we were living in the same state, we would probably be closer. But, you know, I kind of, no, for no particular reason, but got up and got out of Ohio. So. I have one more question before we take our next break. That might take a couple of okay. minutes, but uh, Laura and I have labeled all of our friends. Like Sarah's obviously the pretty friend. Laura's the funny friend. I was wondering if we went through that, if you agreed with us, or I was thinking, who of our friends is closest to hippie on the hippie scale and which is the furthest? Oh. Huh. <laughs> Laura shook. I threw a wild card in there. I don't know. On the hippie scale. You and Josh are hippies. I think, yeah, I was I was thinking between you and I Josh. Don't think it's, I think be. it's Josh. I kind of was yeah. thinking that too. but I, I think I find myself a little too attached to technologies, Material materials, stuff. I wish I wasn't. I was going to say shower. <laughs> oh, no. Don't hate Don't Josh talk about how little I've showered. It's a dedicated relationship with his hygiene. I don't know. It's always shocking. See, this is why it's a toss-up. This is why I wanted to discuss this. And then the furthest. Andrew. I was going to say Sarah. Oh, Sarah will get down. Sarah will get down and dirty. Oh, she Andrew. wants to go to music festivals. Um, it always shocks me that Sarah's into music festivals. I can't keep that information in my brain. She's a party girl. When she posts a picture of it, I'm like, you photoshopped yourself into that. <laughs> you weren't there. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, our friend Andrew's definitely like, I don't like nature to it's be in here. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's incredible. I love him. But like All when right. he came down here, I was like, you want to go like to a park? And he's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh. I couldn't believe you guys got him to get a pair of boots. I know. He has a pair of boots? He has his first pair of boots. Like work boots? Hiking boots. Okay, I was like, you you made that poor boy buy cowboy boots. He's never going to no. wear them. No. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, they were cute shoes. And I was like, I can't believe you own those. And he's like, me neither. I got a pair of hiking yeah, shoes. Yeah, they're the same as mine. <laughs> I had the same pair. That's amazing. <laughs> my pair I got from the thrift store for like 20 bucks and they look brand new and I'm pretty proud of myself for that speaking of Andrew he's always talking about you and Nicole he really misses you guys I know we have our D&D sessions every other Sunday you should invite Ryan uh he has and then Ryan won't tell Ryan to oh. set up his character and join. <laughs> I didn't mean to be in the crossfire. I just heard Ryan <laughs> mention it before. I don't know if he's ever played. He's been playing, not that this is interesting to anybody, but um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've decided that there's never been a worse game invented than that. 
because Ryan's, I love that game. Well, Ryan's also into Greek mythology, so while I'm falling asleep, he'll wake me up to explain what the characters do, like as I'm falling asleep. And I'm like, if you wake me up to tell me about a Greek <laughs> god one more time, I'm gonna throat punch you until next week. I can't I'm gonna drown you in Greek dressing. <laughs> tell him to text me. I'll 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 listen to oh, it. So I've played it. through that game. You guys have almost all of the same interest. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Okay, well, when we come back, we'll talk about the other thing you guys are both interested in, web design and developing, or not even positive what either of you do. (laughs) We'll be back. Do you do more design or developing? Uh, Design. Okay. Is that like what you do all the time? Um, I do a lot. (laughs) But yeah. You're a jack of many trades. Yeah. You also clean farms. When there's a tornado that comes through. One of the Mm. questions we have written down for you, spoiler alert, is called freelance on a farm, question mark. And I didn't realize how topical that question would be until we started talking. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great. Yeah. I feel like I'm being boring. You're being interesting. Thanks. Why are you looking at me like that for? I don't know. You just always think you're boring. Yeah. You're not, though. I use a, you so you guys entertain me for an hour every time your podcast comes out. So I'm really glad. Somebody yeah, yeah. To. You're a biggest fan. You and uh, Sarah's mom. Sarah's mom <laughs> emailed us. I love that. Yeah, she emails us sometimes, and it never fails to make me laugh. Oh, she emailed me to explain um, the student loan thing. Yeah, she was like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, what a good person. <laughs> and she put, like, on the end of her email, Sarah's mom, so we know who she is. With like, a smiley face like, emoji. ma'am, I know who you are. That's so cute. <laughs> She's um, the, like, 1% in our age demographic for, like, 60-year-olds or something. <laughs> She's so sweet, though. Well, I'll have to tell my mom to listen to this one, and maybe she'll listen to him, too. We need all the mom energy we can get. We got a spike of listeners in Sydney after we had Alec on. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant Australia, and I was like, well, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I thought you did, too. Um, I was going to tell a story about the time that I got roofied, but I'm afraid my mom will find it, so I'm like, we can't. I can't. But it's pretty. I mean, it's a sad story, but it's mostly funny. It's mostly hilarious. Yeah, I do have a Tinder tale that I think is comical, but I can't talk about it on this podcast in case my family ever hears. Yeah. Well, my mom would think no less of me to know that I shit in um, (laughs) (laughs) in an abandoned building. I'm too mad about it because, God, is it funny. Well, yeah, and then remember that time that we went to do like flashlight tag in indiana and then turn around well i was going to talk about that and laura's like we could talk about how you peed and leah pooped and i was like we can't do both in one part so that's why i asked you about siblings and law because i was like i am not doing that to leah (laughs) that's too much (laughs) that's too much potty talk (laughs) goodness gracious all right are you gonna say it she's yawning (laughs) all right we'll add uh sarah's mom's question at the end because i think leah would have a good answer to this 
Yeah. I could guess the answer too. <laughs> okay. All right. And we're back from our beautiful break. That one didn't have enough gut to it. I can't be doing it on everyone. I gotta save it. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So, our first question is just so everybody listening knows what is your job? Like, what do you do? Um, <laughs> what do you do? All in day? short, I am the lead designer at a full service. Um, digital marketing and website agency. Um, digital. That's so impressive on paper. Is it as impressive on the day to day? It sounds very impressive. It's actually pretty cool. But when I say lead designer, it also means I'm the only designer. Um, <laughs> you know what? But you that's okay. Tell nobody We're growing. That. Ground floor. That's um, awesome, though. So, yeah. It is actually really cool. I'm glad that you enjoy it so much. How long have you been there? Um, I've been with Mealtime Digital since the beginning. So um, almost a little over a year since I started working. That's awesome. Um, Our next question is, um, what kind of art are you the worst at? What's one form of art that you just can't do? Okay, form of art or like piece of graphic design? Uh, Any kind of art. I'll use mine as an example first. There's no one in the world who's worse at ceramics than me. I can't even make a bowl. Not even okay. as a grown adult can I make a ring dish. I just, I don't get it. I have never been good at it. It's cracked every time I've made a piece of pottery. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I really suck at painting. I mean, physically, yeah, I can put paint on a canvas, but, like, it always just looks so bad. I don't understand how to put the colors together without making just brown. Yeah, I feel that way with pastels. Oh, I know that might be, like, but, like, pastels, I want to know how to do it, but no, not not after just trying a little bit. They're just too hard. I've been practicing watercoloring since quarantine, and I've done some pretty okay fruit, some pretty okay leaves, but all I want to do is to be able to paint flowers. Your girl cannot paint flowers. It's a tragic (laughs) mess. It's, um, but we're practicing. We're trying to get better. But if you want a picture of a tangerine, I got you covered. (sighs) Um, Our next question is a little more on your job. Um, do you have like an actual office you go to or you just work from home? Do you work from a farm? <laughs> Are you babysitting while you're doing this? Because Do you your horseback is... ride while you web design? <laughs> We're a little confused on your day. Um, yeah, so along with my job, I have an interesting place where I work and what I get to do obviously I'm going to talk about things before this quarantine quarantine has basically made me at home the entire time but before that I actually work out on my boss's farm he's got a studio um, next to his house and I get to work up in the studio 
and occasionally we would go to our other co-workers apartment and work there some days um which is in downtown columbia they're both about a 15 minute drive from home um but then yeah occasionally nicole watches uh, my boss's kids out on this farm which is also a horse farm so it's sometimes i work in the in the house while i'm while nicole's watching the kids so of course they're interested in what i'm doing uh, and then cool yeah what are their names they've got great names they <laughs> are winter and leave uh, i love leaves. it uh, hopefully forever <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome that's so cool i i felt like i knew that you guys kind of had the same boss, but it didn't click until you said it all together. What's not a click? <laughs> I saw that didn't add up. I don't know. I'm not yeah. Math. Well, like technically his wife is her boss, but I mean, we're also very good friends. So we also go out there to hang out and we also go out there to, you know, just Sounds like you are do whatever. Fun. So we're there a lot. So you are going to move into the design studio and he's going to build another bar and that'll be the design <laughs> studio. <laughs> we make, they have a pretty large property. We make jokes all the time that we're going to um, start a, um, oh, what are they called? A commune. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Great. We would build, a, build a house up there. Oh <laughs> um, but we actually, until we were projected to do pretty well this year until quarantine hit. Um, <laughs> but that we were actually looking for an office. So hopefully that comes in a year or so where we have an office in downtown Columbia and then kind of start to really look like a big agency here. That's, That's awesome. Exciting. And you'll still be the lead designer. And yeah. And maybe at that cool. point I'll have people under me. That's cool. Because I've seen job postings for lead designers, and they're like, I'd like you to have 28 years of service doing this very exact specific job. I'd like that you did <laughs> food, marketing, print, and packaging for strawberries only. And um, I need you to have a master's doctorate in colors. And if you have double piercings in your ear, don't apply. <laughs> I don't know. I, lead designer just sounds cool man <laughs> my next question um you can decline to answer this one too but um my favorite podcast something that she asked everybody is to tell them your worst pants shitting story in three words but since we're talking about art i thought that an interesting question would be what's your worst client story in one sentence um because oh. i don't know if you freelanced uh but we've all had a bad experience <laughs> oh no um you can take a minute if you need there's it. yeah there's I feel like there's I don't want to say there's so many but there's a lot that oh yeah there's a lot of kind of over too, but... yeah but there's a, there's a lot of good too but there's a lot that kind of overlap in the issue yeah I don't think there's any been any <sighs> I have like a major pet peeve with clients. Ooh, let's hear that. Okay, I'll do that one because I can't think of a very specific story. I'm sure there is one, but um, a major pet peeve is actually the, and I think you were talking about it earlier today, 
the desire of a client wanting something done by a certain day or time. And then it, you, so, you know, let's say it's due Wednesday and you're yeah. there Monday and you're ready for all of your information. And then they give it to you Tuesday night. Oh yeah. That's my life Wednesday. right now. And I know <laughs> I, I was like, it was super topical. I figured that we would talk about it here since I saw it. You text it. I was it's like, like I only agree to Wednesday because I thought you'd give it to me Monday. Yep. It happens all the time. And it's not only with it's not only with good clients, it's also with repeating bad clients. Oh yeah. But so yeah. Something that my mother in law always says, um, she worked really close with the creative team at her last two places. And she's not in marketing, but she's like marketing adjacent. I don't know. She does something similar, um, but she worked really close with the design team at her last job. And she's like, if you want something by a creative, you have to give them a due date. And if you want it earlier than that, then you have to give them that as the due date. Creatives do not mm-hmm. turn things in early. That's not their nature. That's not who they are as individuals. And I'm like, yes, you understand. And she was like, maybe a financial team or like another team would turn in their stuff early but that's not how creatives work so if you want something you're getting it two minutes before the due date and I'm like yes that's correct my worst client could be summed up in just one little one little antidote um I don't work for them anymore um it was at an old job but file name version 45 D. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That, I want that's that good. On a keychain. <laughs> that's that's um, really good. Particular like company that we did work for. Um <sighs> there were engineers involved and that's all I got to say is <laughs> they just loved ruining my life. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I got to version or so we did for a long time did letters as our versions um so i i think the furthest i got was o like option oh, two wow. <laughs> our uh, system worked as um the numbers were revisions from the client and the letters were revisions from my boss that's uh-huh. intense that's clever yeah i don't know i freelance so i just make it up as i go from my current biggest client um they just want me to delete my old files and i'm like okay <laughs> so i do um because they delete that's scary them. so yeah sometimes i definitely have to go back but it's usually yeah. not too bad that's not something that happens often that's the cool thing about being a lead designer though is that i'm the person that gets to say whether or not this goes out to the client <laughs> that's so it is nice to have that power yeah that power is pretty cool and when your client picks the best design when they pick the one that's your favorite you're like oh "Oh, I'll give you a hug have you ever yeah we have a strategy for or I have a strategy for that I always put the best design second so I always put the second best design first Okay. And then my favorite and the best design second. And then anything below that kind of in any order. Because you want to be like, it works for me all the time. Uh, Like it's got a 90% like rate of them always choosing concept B, like the second option. Because 
and the theory behind it that I have, maybe it's just luck, but it's the first one is one that you'd be okay with them getting, and it's one that's going to wow them. The second one is going to be like, oh my goodness, this is even better than the first one. And then anything below that, they've already kind of been saturated with what they've already seen. All right. That's so good that's kind method. of what I look to try to do. <laughs> I have a little trick I use with uh, my lead designer. Uh, my boss is not a graphic designer, but sometimes she'll send me revisions on stuff. And usually I just get an A okay on the first thing I did of everything, which nobody else in the world gets to experience, but it's nice. Um, but sometimes she'll send me, can you jazz it up? Oh. <laughs> and for the dear Lord, just tell me what you want. Yeah, seriously. So what I yeah. do is I completely change it to something that's horrible and she'll hate. Send it back. And then she says, can you actually just change it back and do this thing? So it's an easy <laughs> way for her to just tell me what she wanted in the first place. But I get to waste a little more time and have fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's kind of what I do with photography clients. Like, when I give them their sneak peek, I don't give them my favorite photo because I want when they get all of their photos to still be excited. So Mm -hmm. I'll give them, like, let's say there's 10 best photos. I'll give them eight and save, like, my two favorites. And the day I give them their full, like, all of their photos over I'll post my two favorites so then they can like be excited about it still like the excitement hasn't worn off and also they always end up like liking something different than me so they still get like other images as well yeah but it's a good psychology behind it I didn't even realize that I was doing it until you said it yeah (laughs) I was like oh that makes sense well we're coming down to the wire here on the end of our podcast so Leah do you have any questions for us? I don't know. What made you guys want me on the podcast? We wanted somebody that is interesting and positive enough to keep this thing lively without being too down on the world. Because we have wonderful, lovely people who are our friends. But maybe having an hour-long conversation with them, they might start to just be sad about the way that the world is right now. And we know that you can be happy and positive, and that's the kind of energy we like to have in our podcast. Also, like, I knew that you would say something of value, because, like, we talked about you actually pooping in public, and you still turned it around into valuable design advice and said, like, kind things about the people you knew, even though we just talked about you pooping, so... (laughs) I am a strange person. (laughs) And I think that's special. And then we do have a listener question to finish this off. If you're ready for it. Yeah. What has been your life's biggest surprise? Uh, wow. Um, I know. (laughs) I still haven't thought of an answer, so you're not alive. I don't... I don't know if this is right Um, (laughs) because like, I I don't know if maybe if I thought about it for a longer time, but I actually think it's pretty surprising that I moved away from home. Huh. I, I like, I have such a 
like innate like love for part of the reason why I love going up to Mackinac is my family and being close to them. You know, I love my parents and everybody. And, but at the same time, like I'm very surprised that I'm away from home and that like, I'm totally okay with it. You know, it's been four plus years that I've been away. That's awesome though. Proves to yourself that you can be very independent. Yeah. What about you, Laura? My biggest surprise, huh? <laughs> um, I think my biggest surprise was the whole failing school and going back and kicking ass. But also, anytime I've gotten a job that I wanted, like... um. Your current job. <laughs> My current job was a huge surprise to get because I had only had like these little dinky seasonal design jobs. And while they were cool and I got to have fun there, it meant that in three months I won't have a job and I have to figure out what I'm going to do with my life again. And this is my first like real big girl design job that has no end in sight. And I don't have to just completely redo my life in three months. That's pretty uncomfortable. That's nice to know. But they had me, like, on the wire, like, an extra week before I found out if I was going to get it. Because I thought I hadn't gotten it because they hadn't called me back. And, like, it's for the city. I thought they'd, like, need some big hot shot. And they were like, you have, like, really great experience, and that's why we wanted you. And I was like, little old me. That's oh really awesome. Oh, my goodness. What about you? For me, um, ever since I was little, I've been pretty sure of what I wanted. Like, I, when I was seven, I started, I wanted to be a photographer, and that's what I did. And I'm pretty decisive, and I'm good at knowing what I want. Um... But I never wanted to get married, ever. Um, or if I did, like, maybe when I was 30, I didn't really want to date anybody. And I started dating somebody in high school and got married, like, soon after college. And I think that that's very surprising to me because that's something that I didn't want and I was sure wasn't going to happen. But as stupid and cheesy as it sounds, it just found the right person. If I had not had Ryan, I would not be dealing with like I would not be dating with the tinder scene like I would just be over all of it I'd probably be single pringle which is fine but I'm just surprised the way that the whole relationship thing turned out for me um because I didn't even want to date Ryan at first and now we're married you're the first married (laughs) friends that's weird to think about and Leah Culler next I can't wait to put you guys in my scrapbook (laughs) yay we recently went through the scrapbook it's pretty good all right well that's all we've got today for two pals in a pod we want to say thank you Leah for being with us um if people want to learn more about you or follow you on social media where can we get at you um I wish I used social media more. So the best place to probably get at me is uh, my Instagram, which is leah.css. All right. And that's been this episode of Two Pals in a Pod. As always, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, email us at twopalsinapod at gmail.com. And next week, we'll have a Twitter.
Yeah. It's in the works. That's it. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.